What's up guys? Welcome back to The Countdown. My name is Ian Farmer. Thank you for listening to The Countdown on this Monday evening. Currently 7-12, so it is really Monday night. Where I'm from, it gets dark at like 5.30. So, um, first day back at college today. A lot going on in my life, but I'm still reading you guys the content. It is a big year. 2022 is going to be a big year for me and The Countdown. If you haven't yet, go check out Sports 101 with Evan Latimer. Um, w slash uh, part of the countdown label great podcast by one of my really good friends please go check that out and if you haven't like I keep stressing please go follow the Instagram account CTN Sports it is the official Instagram account for the countdown that is where you will find um, news updates highlights and something new I started Instagram lives where me and Evan go back and forth talking about sports topics it's it's a great side thing for the countdown, but it's no secret. It's no secret. We all know the first thing I'm going to talk about. Well, didn't I say it was going to be the game of the year? Is that not what I said? I believe that's what I said. I'm pretty sure. Both teams have a um, tremendous... They both had a tremendous fight, and considering... Um, this was the NFL's craziest season of all time. It was a great way to cap it off. This was the best game I've seen since the Rams-Chiefs in 2018. Yes, last night was the best game I've seen since the highest scoring game in NFL history. Um, A lot of times the NFL, I know Week 18 is new, so this may be something new the NFL is doing, I don't know. But they usually don't have a, um, a primetime game in the last... Um, week of the season so giving the Chargers and Raiders Sunday night football felt like to me that the NFL knew it was going to be big it was definitely a big game you know and back and forth the Chargers and Raiders um both um well the Raiders started out 10 to nothing Chargers got two tu- two straight touchdowns 14-10 Raiders got a touchdown 17 to 14 and then the Raiders after they got that 17 to 14 lead Looked like they were really starting to take over the game. And they did. It was 29 to 14 in the fourth at the beginning of the fourth quarter. It looked like all hope was going to be lost. The Chargers looked like they may lose by 20 plus. And Justin Herbert came alive. His name is Justin Herbert, ladies and gentlemen. From Oregon. Second year in the league. His name is Justin Herbert. Maybe the best young quarterback in the NFL. That's not a hot take at all. That's a that's a per- people's take right there. Um, he came alive. Fourth down conversion and fourth down conversion. Did I mention more fourth down conversions? Yeah, got a um, got the touchdown. Twenty nine to twenty. Usually teams wait to go for two in that situation because they it was twenty nine to fourteen. They scored a touchdown. That means twenty nine to twenty. Kick a field goal. It's still an eight point game. Chance to get a touchdown and two point conversion. But they decided we're gonna go for the for the two point conversion now. It was a miraculous throw. Defensive uh, line comes rushing in. Offensive line can't handle it. Justin Herbert looks like he's gonna scramble. Boom! Austin Austin Eckler on the outside. Um, the Raiders defense. I know the Chargers scored twenty nine points, but the Raiders defense really had an insane game. Um, and they really shut down Austin Eckler and the Chargers running game. Um. The Raiders' defense had a lot of uh, trouble in the pass rush uh, late in game, but they did hold Justin Herbert to 
um, completion rate. So that that's definitely a big sign. Um, and the run defense forced Justin Herbert to throw the ball 64 times. Justin Herbert threw the ball 64 times last night. That's insane. Uh, the Chargers' ra- pass rush did their part as well. Derek Carr only um, completed 55% of his passes, and he didn't crack 200 yards. Justin Herbert did have over 300 yards last night. The Chargers' run defense, however, was the problem. and we, The Chargers' run defense has been a problem throughout the NFL season, so um, not really much of a surprise that they did at least struggle in this game. Josh Jacob got 26 carries, turned that into 132 yards, and a touchdown. This is the craziest game of the NFL season. And we all know what happened at the end. It looked like they were going to kneel the ball. But the Raiders decided to kick the field goal. Honestly. And this hasn't been brought up at all. Because you know the, the wild card is Saturday. That's what we're all focused on. It, if you're not talking about the wild card. You're talking about the draft order. Like you know. But. What the Raiders just did to the Chargers. In the last two seconds of the game. This is a this is the a, a division rivalry. This could be one of the biggest rivalries in the NFL next season and for seasons to come. That could have really sparked. Listen, their car is not that old. Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller, promising offense. Defense did really good against one of the best young quarterbacks in the NFL last night. This Raiders defense has a lot of promise. And the Chargers are not going anywhere. Rashawn Slater has been great. The offensive line is getting better by the minute. The defense is starting to... They're better than they were. They're better than they were. And Austin Eckler's still a great running back. His stats wasn't really that bad. Um, And Justin Herbert, obviously, no need to say anything. So, we could see these two teams in the playoffs for um, whether it's next year, the year after, five years down the road. We could see this team in in a playoff game. And, in fact, we're going to get to see this team um, twice next season. One of those games is going to be primetime. One of those games is going to be primetime. But here's the thing. Week 18, could the NFL start doing this? They pick one game out of the Week 18 schedule. They pick one game. They put it on. They put it at, they put it at 8 o'clock on primetime. I'm not saying... Next year, they're going to put a game, and it's going to be as crazy as this game. Because it is hard to be as crazy as this game. Hard to be as good and as great as this game. But, could we kind of see the scheduling and kind of see this kind of game for years to come? I think it's a big possibility. Big possibility. But overall, congratulations to the Raiders on making their first playoff appearance in a very long time. And, you know, they're a great story. But they're also a good team. They're also a good team. Yeah, I, I, I watched that game to the end. I was up to 1 a.m. I watched that game to the end. Um, <coughs> Brian Flores fired. Zimmer and Nagy are also out. Before I get to Brian Flores, I want to say um, Matt Nagy firing was good for the for the Chicago Bears. It was good for the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields um, is, is a promising young quarterback. He didn't have the best rookie season but he did show a lot of signs of productivity, and he showed a lot of uh, good signs in his first season. Um, and to see what the Bears did, Matt Nagy and Justin Fields just don't mesh good together. And I think it was good for the Bears to get rid of Matt Nagy. We all knew they were going to. But um, as for Mike Zimmer, I think Mike Zimmer is a good coach, and I think he's going to be in a lot of teams' eyes next season. 
The Vikings, I think they made a mistake. I think they made a mistake with Mike Zimmer. I don't think it was necessarily a good move whatsoever. And um, I understand the Vikings haven't been good in a few seasons. I understand that. They haven't been good since the really 2018 season um, when they got the Minneapolis Miracle. But... It's not like you guys are. It's not like the Vikings are at the bottom of the NFL, and I think that it was a mistake on the Vikings' part. But I just got that out of the way. Let's talk about Brian Flores, who make no mistake about it is going to be at the top of coaching candidates for every single team that needs a coach. My Panthers, the Bears, the um, um, I don't know, uh, the Broncos. The Vikings, yes. Big Fangio also out as um, out of uh, Denver. Which, if you haven't followed CTN Sports yet, I revealed is my one team that I think could surprise us next season and make a playoff run. But Brian Flores is a good coach. He, I believe he went 25-25 and 25 in his last two seasons. It's something like that. I don't know. Some, something around there. But, Tua... Do we, do we remember what the Dolphins used to be? What did Miami used to be? A top five pick. They have Tua because they were bad. They have Tua because they literally were a bottom five team in the NFL. And we see what's happening here. I know a lot of people don't like um, Brian Flores' scheme as a head coach. But... Have we not seen Brian Flores turn the Miami Dolphins around? Bottom five team. The next year, they almost and they should have made the playoffs. Top 10 offense and top 10 defense. And Tua has looked the best he has in his NFL career. I'm not going to talk much more about it because we're going to hear a lot about Brian Flores throughout the rest of the season. But I mean, whew, man, that is a, I do not like that move by Miami at all. I feel like, like that was like Miami's most positive piece to the puzzle was Brian Flores, honestly. And well, made a mistake, made a mistake. Let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Who would have thought this, dude? Come on, who would have thought this, dude? The Pittsburgh Steelers. We were all talking about, um. Big Ben is going to play his final game at Heinz Field, which he did. But we're all talking about the Ravens game, like because we all thought the Colts were going to beat the Jags. If you want, if you keep, if you keep up with the countdown on Friday, I did give my um, NFL weekend picks, which by the way will still be happening. Well, kinda. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I picked the Colts to beat the Jags, just like everybody else. I mean, the Jags were two and thirteen. The Colts were a playoff team um, at the time. For me, the Colts still seemed like they could really make an AFC Championship run. I would have had them over Cincinnati at the time, which probably wouldn't have uh, been right. But, who would have thought this? Big Ben's game against Baltimore was not his last NFL game. He's going to have another one. Um, I mean, crazy, man. Crazy. We all hated on the extra game. And I, I still have my, you know, antes about it because, you know, I feel like games are just a little bit less meaningless. But, man, was Week 18 good. I feel like with Week 17, we all saw this, like, these little playoff scenarios, and it's like, you know, like, like, oh, this team's going to get in, this team's going to get in. But Week 18, it's like, this team's getting in, this team's got to tie, this team's got to lose, 
this team's got to win. Um, can this team hold on? Like it, it, it's all over the place, and I don't know if we get he's going to live up to to the expectations every single season. But this year, Week 18 was on its wild side. Now, obviously, Colts could have won. Ravens could have beat the Steelers. Raiders and Chargers could have just, you know, been kind of a lopsided game with one of the teams. You know, that could have all easily happened. I mean, it's it's football. Like, it could have happened. But it shows its wild side this time, and it was uh, pretty insane, (laughs) to say the least. It was insane. Steelers beat the Ravens 16-13, as predicted. Big Ben, 30-44, 244 yards, one touchdown, and one pick. Um, Yeah, I'm not going to say much more on the Steelers because I'm giving my NFL playoff predictions tomorrow, which, by the way, is very huge. It's going to be audio only. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm going to be gone, but it's going to be audio only. But you guys are going to hear my full breakdowns of everything going on with the NFL playoffs. Um, the 49ers got into the playoffs. They beat the Rams, and it's not something I expected them to do. The 49ers swept the Rams, and that is a really big deal. This 49ers team has shown a lot of grit. A lot of people hate on Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, guess what? He's 10-7, and and he is the sixth seed in the NFL playoffs. Show the man some respect. Trey Lance only played two games this season, okay? Okay? Show the man with some respect. Jimmy Garoppolo, 23-32, of 32, a great completion percentage. 316 yards, a lot of yards, one touchdown, two picks, but Elijah Mitchell, 21 carries, 85 yards, cleaned up the work, and now you guys know I'm big on the Rams, so I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I'm a Panthers fan, I'm not a fan of either of them, but I'm not going to bandwagon over to the Niners, but Stafford, 21 of 32, 238 yards, three touchdowns, he threw two picks, but Jimmy G did the same, so, Sonny Michelle running back right now, are they going to get Cam Akers back? I'm ready to see the Rams get Cam. I mean, I, I like Sony Michelle. Cam Akers got five carries, three yards. It looks like they're just keeping them limited right now. Looks like Cam Akers just kind of playing limited. But Cooper Cup did his thing. Cooper Cup, by the way, I haven't mentioned this yet. He is, he is the um he he got the triple crown. So I believe is leader in touchdown receiving yards and catches, which is insane. That's insane. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> that's uh, Cooper Cup is an MVP candidate. If he was a quarterback, he'd win the MVP con, uh, MVP award. But I mean, 49ers, man, hear more hear more about both these teams tomorrow and throughout the week. But kind of happy for the Niners. I didn't want I didn't want the Saints to get in. I just you know, 49ers have played so good this season, and I just I didn't want it. You know, but you see that. Tell me, tell me if the Steelers really deserve to get in. They're in for winning eight games. But they're also in because they tied with the Lions. Actually, they won nine games, but they're in because they tied with the Lions. If they didn't tie with, the, they would have lost that overtime. They wouldn't have been in the playoffs. Chargers and Raiders. It would have been a crazy game, but it would it would have just been for the the fifth seed. Fit, um, yeah, fifth seed. It wouldn't have mattered. And Indianapolis would have probably got in. No, Baltimore would have got in. Because Baltimore beat them. But anyways, NFL, we're you're going to hear about it all week. The wild card is coming up. I can't wait for it. You're going to hear about that 95% of this week because I'm, uh, you know, it's coming up. But let's switch over to one of the NBA kind of interrupted the NFL this week and didn't surprise me at all. Clay Thompson made his return to the National Basketball Association. And I didn't watch this game because Chargers and Raiders. No disrespect to Clay Thompson. Great. Legend. Splash Bros, man. 
watched them ever since I was in like seventh grade, um, sixth seventh grade. But um, you know, Chargers and Raiders won. But I did see the stats and I did see the um, some of the highlights. And to put it this way, Clay Thompson, seventeen point. I think he had fourteen points. Seventeen points, seven of eighteen. Um, and a, you know, really a great. It, it's an emotional story. It's a great. Um, Um, I don't know how to put it. It's it's great to see Clay back. It's great to see Clay back, and I mean, Cavs are a playoff team, man. Nobody, nobody's talking about that. I'm, a, I'm the only one that brings this kind of stuff up. I mean, Cavs are a playoff team, man. You see what the Clay Thompson and the Warriors just did to him? Stomped them, dude. 82 points. Cavs only got 82 points. Um, the the, the Warriors are for real. Um, they kind of had a slump. Here in um, the last couple weeks, they lost a couple um, couple games. Lost to the Mavericks, and they lost to uh, somebody else, the Pelicans. Um, but it's hard for Steph Curry to carry all that weight. You got Draymond Green on the court, who actually didn't shoot the ball once. Eh? Oh, he just started, and he didn't play any minutes. Okay. Uh, okay. But um, I guess I'm naive. I don't know. I You know, the NFL is so crazy right now, man. But anyways, Clay Tom- you know, Steph Curry's been carrying the weight so much. Now he's got Clay Thompson, and he's still got Draymond to help him out. So I really, I'm, I'm thinking we're gonna see a lot from the Warriors to come soon. It ain't like the Warriors ain't got dudes either. Kevon Looney at center. He's not the, he's not a world class center, but the, the Warriors not finally have a center. They kind of do. Um, Andrew Wiggins, who people hate on, he's a starter on this team. He's good. Andre Iguodala. Um, um, experienced player Gary Payton the second, who's really stepped up. You got Jordan Poole, who's arguably the sixth man of the year this season. So the Warriors got dudes, man, and I'm really happy for Clay Thompson to see him back. You will hear more about Clay Thompson coming soon. Um, got a couple of college basketball upsets. I don't want to get too much into it, but uh, Miami upset Duke. All I got to say about Duke is um, Coach K. Um, start packing your bags early because you're not going to win a title this year. Paulo Benchero was inconsistent, and the, the team is too young. I said it at the beginning of the season that this team does not have enough experience. Um, I believe their only center was like the their only not center their only senior is like the fifth leading scorer on the team. Like their best player is a freshman, and you can win like that. You've seen Carmelo Anthony with the Syracuse win like that. We've seen. Um, Anthony Davis um, at Kentucky. He was a freshman. They won the they won the championship. It it, it can happen, but um, to put it nicely, Paulo Benchero is not Anthony Davis. He is not Carmelo Anthony. He's not the Kyrie Irving or the LeBron James. Um, he's just not that dude. He's good. He's good. But Duke, little over hot this season. Lost to Ohio State and lost to um, Miami over the weekend. Miami, they've been they're on a five game winning streak. They've been playing good. They've been playing good. But if you're the number two team in the country, you shouldn't be losing to unranked teams. You should not be losing to unranked teams. And well, that's just a matter of the fact. Oklahoma State upset Texas. Texas got to get something going, man. Got to get something going. Chris Beard left, left Texas Tech, and now Texas Tech is better than Texas. And Texas has Marcus Carr over the off season, the top transfer in college basketball. Um, inexcusable, man. I mean, Texas, inexcusable. What What else do you want me to say? This This is inexcusable at this point. I mean, <laughs> Texas, man. Texas. By the way, new AP poll came out yesterday. Texas is now number 21, 12 and 3. 
And, you know, they haven't had the worst losses in the world. They lost to Gonzaga and Seton Hall, which we all gave them the benefit of the doubt because Seton Hall is a great team now. They're better now than they were at the beginning of the season. And you got um, the loss to Gonzaga. They lost by a little bit, but, you know, we all thought Gonzaga was really good. They are still really good. Gonzaga's number two in the country, actually, now. But a loss to Oklahoma State. Not a not a terrible team, but they're eight. They were eight and five. They're 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 eight and five now. They're just not that team that you want to be losing to. Chris Beard, Timmy Allen, Marcus Carr, got to get something going, man. And the uh, the other upset of the um, weekend, Oklahoma upsets Iowa State. Iowa State's a team I am very big on. I'm very big on Iowa State, man. But Oklahoma looks tough, man. Oklahoma has had some really Nice games as of late. They only lost to Baylor by 10. Um, really tested Baylor. They upset number 12, Arkansas. When Arkansas looked like they may be making a run for maybe the best SEC, SEC team at the time. Um, beat Florida, who was number 14 at the time. Florida had was um, playing there. They beat Ohio State before Ohio State beat Duke. They were playing. Florida was on top of the world as far as um, their potential. And Oklahoma came in and stomped them. So this Oklahoma team. 12 and 3. Are they ranked this week? Committee, committee. Oklahoma is not ranked. Ranked this team. Iowa State was one of the four teams that were undefeated to end the season. They're not on there. And Oklahoma just stomped them. Oklahoma deserves to be ranked. You think Alabama deserves to be ranked over them right now? Alabama lost to Missouri as the team that was 7-7. Seven and seven. Alabama's not been playing that good. Illinois playing some pretty good basketball, but should they be ranked over Oklahoma? Not after all these nice games and an upset. I mean, come on. But anyways, before I get to my last but not least, which we all know is my top 10 NFL teams, which, by the way, my top 10 NFL teams this week is going to be graded off um, the playoffs now. It's not power rankings, what they did in the season. It's who I think has the best chance in the playoffs. And this, um, you know, really. But before we do that, here about 25 minutes, we got this game. It's called the College Football Nationals Championship. We're going to talk about it for a minute. You guys know my, my things on college basket, uh, college football. It actually came out today that um, the college football playoffs might not see an expansion until after 2026, which is not good for college football. College football needs an expansion. We need to see these 12-team brackets, these 18-team brackets, these 16-team brackets. We don't need this little 14-team bracket where there's two blowouts and there's one game that um, the same team plays every year. That, that doesn't look good. And honestly, this college football game... Um, hasn't got much hype because nobody cares. Nobody cares about Georgia and Alabama again. At least when the Cavs and Warriors were going on, it was like LeBron going up against Kevin Durant and Stephen Curry, and LeBron's got Kyrie and Kevin Love on his side. Like at least it was a good storyline, and that broke records each year. Those that NBA Finals was the ratings were going up by like a million. But, I'm going to give my prediction real quick because I'm watching this game. Don't, don't get twisted. I'm going to watch the game. Bryce Young, Heisman candidate, 46 touchdowns, 5 interceptions, um, over 4,500 yards. He is a, Bryce Young's great. 
Bryce Young is going to outplay Stetson Bennett any day of the week. Do not question it for a second. Bryce Young is a better quarterback than Stetson Bennett. And Brian Robinson Jr. for Alabama, really underrated running back. He um, broke uh, 1,200 yards this season, and he had 14 touchdowns, which is quite a bit of touchdowns. And Jamison Williams, who has come up as a wide receiver in the last few weeks, he's um, um, projected for first um, if um, he, he if he gets unlucky, second round. So he's a top prospect in the NFL draft. Um, Alabama's defense um, has done their part, held Georgia to 24 points, held Cincinnati, a playoff team, to six points. Um. They haven't a whole lot of points since they let Arkansas put 35 on them, but that was the week of Thanksgiving, so this Alabama defense looking good. You look over at Georgia, Stetson Bennett, 27 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. He isn't the best quarterback in the world, but he has done his part. And you look at the running back, Zamir White, who's um, pretty underrated himself, 10 um, touchdowns, 772 yards. Um, I'll see what they can do tonight. I'll see what the running game can do tonight. And um, overall, Georgia's offense gives me some worries. They give me, Georgia's offense gives me some worries, man. They do. But here's the thing. Um, Georgia's defense is so good. It's a very good defense. Um, great on the run. Brian Robinson Jr. can have a decent game, but he's not gonna he's not gonna wipe the floor with Georgia in that run defense. There's something in college basketball. There's a narrative in college, um, not basketball. There's this narrative in college football, and um, it's hard to beat a team twice. It's hard to beat a team twice. It rarely happens. It rarely happens. Um, so to say the least, I have Georgia, the Georgia Bulldogs. Finally beating the Alabama Christian Tide. And be- <clears throat> I'm sorry if I just busted your eardrums. The Georgia Bulldogs are my 2022 college football national champions. And that's it. That's it. Georgia's defense is going to get the job done this time. It's going to get the job done this time. Last but not least. Not trying to run. If I'm rushing, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to rush. Got nothing to do. But my top 10 NFL teams. Um. There are 14 playoff teams, so there will be four teams out of this. I'm going to go ahead and get it to you if I can remember. The Raiders, the Eagles, the the Raiders should definitely be in this. The Raiders, the Eagles, there's two other teams too. I can't necessarily think of them. <laughs> um, the 49ers and some other team I can't remember. Anyways, number 10 is the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals were the top team in the NFL earlier in the season. And they've fallen out of slump. They lost to the Seattle Seahawks in week 18. And nobody talks about it because nobody cares about Arizona. Kyler Murray's too injury prone. They still don't have DeAndre Hopkins. But Cardinals could beat L.A. Um, on Monday night. They, they, they could beat L.A. It could happen. It could definitely happen. I could see that happening. Um, and J.J. Watt, I don't know if he's playing, but he is coming back. So it's hard for me. You know, Cardinals are a top 10 team in the playoffs right now. And they are n- number 10. Number 9 is New England. Now, New England 
If they can beat the Bills, they'll be way up higher on my list. But we've seen what happened. They just lost to Miami, a team that apparently just fired their coach, which I did not expect at all. But they just fired their coach. The Patriots defense is still good. But we're going to see how Matt Jones plays in the playoffs. Kyle Murray and Matt, you see the two bottom teams are the Cardinals and Patriots. Guess what? Both those teams, no playoff experience. When has Kyler Murray been in the playoffs? When has Matt Jones been in the playoffs? Patriots did not. Eight is the Bengals. <laughs> Name the one time Joe Burrow has been in the playoffs. Now, listen to me. It, it's a team game. Football is a team game. I solely understand that. It is a team game. I agree with that 110%. But... The quarterback controls the offense. The quarterback controls how the offense flows and how the game goes. I think Cincinnati's defense is a little underrated, but I don't think it's anything super great. Um, Joe Mixon is good. Jamar Chase is good. Joe Burrow is fantastic and MVP candidate. But as of right now, the Bengals at 8. Number 7 is the Buffalo Bills. Now, the Bills. The Bills are a team that I think um, could make a very big impact. The Bills were in the AFC Championship game last year. They have... Actually, I always do the... I always change it. Number seven is the Tennessee Titans. The Titans are going to be my number seven because Derrick Henry is not back yet. The defense has stepped up, but I would take the Bengals defense over the Titans defense any day. Derrick Henry is not back, and as good as Derrick Henry is, is he going to make that offense go from like 31st to a top five, top 10 and lead them to Super Bowl run. It is to be to be determined with the tie-ins. It's it's questions. If Derrick Henry comes back, if he's a hundred percent, if the Titans defense can hold up, if Ryan Tannehill can play um good enough for Derrick Henry, um no player can carry a team all the way. So Titans at seven. Here I'll put the Bills at six. Let me continue. Josh Allen and the Bills were in the AFC Championship game last season. They have played. Um, pretty good this season. They um they've been under the radar because they they lost to the Patriots the first time. Their offense they got completely shut down. They lost to the Jaguars in one of the worst losses, if not the worst loss in the NFL this season. But nevertheless, they did come back and beat the Patriots and take over the AFC East. And there is no question to me that the Bills are still a great team. So Bills at six. We get into the top five. Number five is the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys are a um, team that I think can go far. Um, this is I know they play in the NFC East, but this is their third time, second time in the last three weeks where they've scored 50 points or more. Is Washington not a, not a, not a uh, playoff? But was Washington not a playoff contender at the time? Blew Washington out. Is Philadelphia not? Is Philadelphia not in the playoffs? They blew the Eagles out. Cowboys are legit. Their defense has weapons. Their offense has weapons. Um, as long as the running game can get going, as long as Dak Prescott plays good, no question in my mind, Cowboys are a top five team right now. Number four is the Rams. Now, the Rams, um, they just lost to the 49ers, so are not on my top ten list. But you guys know how much I love the Rams. You guys know much I, how much I trust the Rams. I think the Rams are a great team. I think they're right up there with the best in the league. Matthew Stafford has played good. Sonny Michelle has played good. Plus, they're getting Cam Akers back. Cooper Cup has played good. The defense, in my opinion, is still arguably the best in the NFL. So I'm going to give the Rams my number four spot.
Number three is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are legit, man. No question about it. And I know they, they almost lost to the Jets, but they blew up my Panthers yesterday. Chris Godwin is out. They got Mike Evans back. Gronk's there. Leonard Fournette's playing good. Tom Brady has enough to make a run. He doesn't have what he had at the, at the beginning of the season. Godwin's out. AB's gone. But the defense has played very good lately. The Super Bowl hangover ended four or five months ago. And there's no question about it. Um, the Bucks are very capable of making a run. So the Buccaneers are three. And they're the, they're, they're the defending Super Bowl champions. They, they would have to be pretty bad for me to put them too low. Number two is the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs had a couple. They, they lost to the Bengals in Week 17. Week 18, they almost lost to Denver. But there is no question in my mind that when it comes to the playoffs, playoffs are way different than the regular season. The Chiefs are that team in the AFC. They're a great team. And I, Number two, Patrick Mahomes, Chiefs number two. Number one is the Green Bay Packers. I think they're the best team in football. I think um, they had the they, they'd be that you know they, they'd be that one three loss team in the league if Aaron Rodgers would have played the entire game um, week eighteen. They lost to the Lions, but they um yeah they um Aaron Rodgers didn't play the entire game. Jordan Love played some of the game. I think Jair Alexander is going to be back. I think the defense is going to play good. I think the offense Aaron Rodgers is the MVP to lead this season, and he has done a lot. So. Packers at one, that is my top 10 list. By the way, this has nothing to do with my playoff predictions. I just think these are the best teams structured. This has nothing to do with the with what I'm going to pick in the playoffs. I know it sounds exactly like it. I know. I know. But really, really it doesn't matter. you got home field advantage in the playoffs. Different atmosphere, which I'm kind of ranking these off atmosphere, I know. Um, the bottom three teams are because their quarterback doesn't have experience. Overall, I could pick different teams 110%. And I'm going to give you a little sneak peek. We're going to see some of that tomorrow. Tomorrow, you are going to see some of that. But anyways, guys, thank you for watching today. I love you guys. I know it's a long episode. Maybe my longest yet. It's going to be about 35 minutes. But guys, I love you guys listening to me about five days a week. Watching me, you know, three, four days a week. I love it. Um, And yeah, with that being said, guys... I will see you guys tomorrow for my NFL playoff predictions. It is a big day tomorrow. Big day tomorrow. Playoff predictions are coming. But I love you guys. Peace.